This is Ready Radio, preparing you to be ready for anything. Now, here's your survival guide for Ready Radio, John Rush. All right, happy Friday, everybody. Ready Radio, KLZ 560, live show today. I was off uh, last week, but here today, live on the 6th of October. So the year is fast approaching the wind down. So we're in the last quarter now of the year, and this last quarter always goes by really quickly. It's just the way things work. I don't know about the rest of you, but that's the way it works for me. And I've got some things to talk about today in regards to how should I couch this. I'm going to play you something today, and not saying that it's not possible, but there's always something that is out on media. Now, social media, regular media, YouTube, OAN news, other news sources, you name it, these things get pushed out. Now, I will preface this thing that I'm going to play, this video that I'm going to play, and the reason why I need to say this now is because this is a really interesting video in that I cannot stop and start it. So I'm going to start playing it, and then when I get to a point where I feel like we've played enough, I'll kill it and come back and talk a little bit about it. And I hate videos like this, by the way, and I hate them because, number one, I'll get Charlie's opinion on this, but anytime somebody pushes a video out that doesn't give you the ability to stop and start it, I my my immediate red flag goes up. It's almost like, okay, is this an infomercial? You know, what are you trying to accomplish here? I ought to be able to start and stop a video to kind of go back and listen to what's been said so I can listen to it again. And anytime I don't have the ability, you can, in this particular video, you can fast forward 10 seconds, rewind 10 seconds, but there's no start, stop button on the video. And I don't like those. I think to me that's a huge red flag right off the bat, and it immediately makes me wonder is what's being said really true or not. So I'm going to go ahead and... The way this works is I've got to immediately, Charlie, turn my sound up and hit play or hit the link to this video because it will start playing immediately when I do that. So, again, you're listening to Ready Radio. I'm your host, John Rush. The website, ready-radio.com. We talk about all things preparedness, you know, what to be prepared for in the case of a wild storm, a power outage. And in this particular case, this gentleman's going to talk about an EMP strike, only going to come at it in a little different form than what I've done in the past. And I think when I hit play here, you'll know exactly what I mean. So let me go back. I'm going to watch this from the beginning. There is one little slight bad word, but it's bleeped out, and you'll know where it is. But I don't know any other way to play this because, again, I can't start and stop this particular video. So here we go. from the U.S. Congressional Advisory Board on Homeland Security. According to this intel, Russia, with the support of China, could soon attack us with an electronic nuclear weapon. The government doesn't want you to see this congressional report. But as you can see, it says in plain English that this attack could cause a nationwide blackout lasting one year that could kill up to 90% of the American people through starvation and societal collapse. Unlike traditional weapons, we won't feel any blast on the ground, and there will be no mushroom cloud instead. 
This is a silent, untraceable bomb that's detonated above the atmosphere in outer space. It's called HEMP, or High Altitude Electromagnetic Pulse. It silently emits enhanced gamma rays potent enough to shut down America's power grid and fry all electronics across the entire country. The report concluded that the blast will black out our entire electric grid and other critical infrastructures. With a single blow, it could plunge our nation into darkness for 365 days. Most Americans have no idea how bad things could get under this kind of extended power outage. So let me spell it out for you because it would have deadly implications for you and your family. All right, I'll leave it at that because a lot of what he gets into are the things that we've already talked about. I'm sorry, I didn't have the sound. I don't know why the sound wasn't coming through the computer initially, but you you got the gist there. Now, again, red flags for me. He's got secret. Number one, I can't stop and start the video. But then on top of that, he's got secret inside military information that was leaked to him. Like he's some sort of individual that would have access to said items. Again, I don't know who this individual is. Don't really care. Does he have inside information? I have no idea. We talk about EMP strikes very much the same way that he's talking about. We've done it you know, numerous times on this particular program. I've even done it on Drive Radio and Rush to Reason as well. Could something like that happen? Absolutely. Is there an, is there an imminent danger of it happening? I don't know. We just had a emergency alert that went out all across the country. It also happened in Russia and India as well. You know, are there things going on inside of said governments that we don't know about? Probably. Was the test that we went through this past, I believe it was Wednesday, right, Charlie? It was Wednesday. I, you know, was this last test on Wednesday something along these lines, or was it just to be more prepared? I have no idea. There were a lot of folks out there talking about what happened Wednesday with our alert here in the U.S. being some sort of a you know beginning of the nanobot inside of the vaccine that was then set off by 5G and on and on we go. And none of that happened. It was all a bunch of malarkey. I didn't believe any of that for one second. I think I talked about it even here. And yet all sorts of people got all hyped up over it. People kept their kids home from school. They turned their phones off. They put them inside of a microwave. I mean, just just stupid stuff. And yes, it's really stupid stuff. I mean, this is the kind of stuff where flat earthers start getting all you know amped up and worried about things. And number one, the earth is round. And number two, this was just a test on Wednesday. And no, nothing was activated by 5G. So let's get all of that off the table and out in the open right off the bat. No, I'm not that guy. I don't believe in those things. I do believe in being prepared. It's why we do this show every single Friday. And I believe in being prepared for anything that might come along from an EMP strike like this gentleman is getting all amped up over to widespread power outages that could come from just the fact that our infrastructure is deteriorating by the day. It's it's funny. I was... Wife and I, you know, we went on vacation, and we were in the pool one day, and we're just kind of sitting and chatting, and you, you guys know me. I'm, you know, kind of a chatty kind of a guy, just who I am. So we're talking to 
this younger kid. And, you know, just kind of chatting back and forth. And you can just sort of tell by when you start talking to somebody where their political beliefs line. And so we start chatting and we're like, so, you know, where are you from? I'm from Ohio. Charlie would like that, by the way. I'm from Ohio. That's where Charlie's from. And we're like, so what do you do there? I'm a lineman. I'm like, oh. I said, so, you know, power, grid, all of that. And he's, I'm like, okay, so honestly, I talk about a lot of things on on you know the, the, the work that I do, I talk about it quite a bit. It didn't tell me exactly what I did, but you know, I talk about this stuff quite a bit. How bad a shape is our grid really in? And he's like, you have no idea. I said, okay, enlighten me. He's like, we patch things up on a daily basis, almost like using you know, duct tape on an old car. That's what we're doing with the grid today. I said, interesting. I said, go into more detail. He's like, well, number one, our infrastructure won't support even this whole EV push that's being tried to, you know, it's being, you know, it's being pushed out right now as we speak. He's like, we're doing good just to keep the lights on, on a routine basis. Big, you know, bad storms, anything along those lines that come along, we just, you know, it's just a matter of continuing to patch things up. They are, in this particular power company, understaffed. Not enough linemen exist in the first place. Not enough inventory of items to fix the grid if something drastic work to happen my point is this the things that we've talked about on this program for over a year now are very real they are not hyped up i verified that just with the conversation i had um, i'm thinking about this i think it was actually uh last wednesday i want to say i was having this conversation with this particular gentleman while on vacation and everything that we talk about on this program during this hour, he verified. I said, okay, so I, you know, I've heard it said that a lot of the components that we would need if there were some sort of a major, major power outage and a lot of you know, destruction if something were to happen to you know, any, any one of our grids, plural, the components that we actually use aren't even made here in the U.S. He's like, you are 100% correct. They are not. The majority of them are made overseas, China being one of the main producers of the items we use to even keep our grid up and running. I'm like, okay, another question. How old are a lot of the items that we have in our grid? I said, I, you know, I've heard it said that you know, in a lot of places in the U.S., electricity really didn't get to be you know, in, in mainstream until really the 30s and 40s as far as everybody getting electricity, which means that there's probably a lot of those same items that were put in back in the 30s and 40s, which means they're getting close to 100 years old. Are we still using those same items? He said, yes, we are. True statement. He said, you're not exaggerating in anything that you're saying. He said, now, you get out into some of the newer areas where there's been new development put in and new substations and things like that. Yes, they're going to be much newer, but any of the older parts of the country where power has been there for a long, long time, you could have infrastructure that's a hundred years old or older. So, again, everything that we talk about on this program on a weekly basis, I verified as far as the power grid side goes. I verified just with a short conversation. I mean, it was probably half an hour, 45 minute conversation that my wife and I had with this young man. By the way, great young man. Thanked him for what he was doing. Appreciated the hard work that he does to keep the lights on. 
And I said, I'm guessing that most Americans have no idea what goes into the grid so that when they flip the switch, the lights come on. He's like, you have no idea. He said, there are so much things, you know, so many things going on behind the scenes that, yeah. And he said, if we had any kind of a major, major disruption, we're in trouble. Now, going back to this video, which he specified the power would be out 365 days. That's, that's looking at it, by the way, very optimistically. Very optimistically. If there was the EMP strike like this gentleman was talking about, and I'll also state this. I didn't watch his whole video. I don't know what his spiel is and what he's trying to sell at the end. I have no idea. Didn't go that far. Now, that's a video that you will probably start seeing circulating on social media. That's where I found it, by the way. So I thought, well, this is interesting. I'm going on Ready Radio today. Why not? Watch the first, you know, five minutes or so of it, which I did. Now, I watched a little further than what I played for you. I still didn't get to the end of what he's trying to sell. And again, why I have problem with these kinds of videos, because I couldn't fast forward, because a lot of times I will. I'll fast forward through all the gobbledygook to see, okay, what's the real gist here? What are you selling? I didn't have time today to watch this whole, I think it's like 30 minutes or something. I didn't have time to watch the 30-minute video, nor will I. So... In that case, point being, be careful what you actually watch and how much stake you put in it. And if you don't have the ability to fast forward or rewind, really be careful of what you're watching. Because in my opinion, it's a lot of gobbledygook in that case. Now, is there facts sprinkled in to this? I mean, I can't argue that he's not factually correct other than there's a few things he states in the video where he is wrong. Your cell phone will work. It's hardened, and it will work. It won't be able to connect to anything. There won't be anything out there to connect to. So he's wrong in that case because, yes, your phone will work, but he is right in that there will be no cell service. You won't be able to pick up the phone and call the police department. I didn't play it far enough because he actually gets into that where the police won't be there. You won't even know if they're there. You're not going to call 911. He is correct in all of that. And should we be prepared for that scenario? Absolutely. It's why we talk about the things that we do here on a weekly basis. Now, the government, I've read some things on this even since we've talked here last. We had Bill Forstchen on here just a few weeks ago, who wrote One Second After and all the the books that string together, and lastly, five years after. And Bill's done a lot of research on this, by the way, way more than I ever have. And, again, a lot of the things that this particular gentleman's talking about, he's factually correct, but I don't think he's stating it in the right manner. So, again, just be careful with the things that you watch. I want everybody to be prepared. We talk about being prepared. We'll give you advice on how to be prepared. I'll do some of that today. But the other thing that I was going to say is I believe government downplays this a lot. The reason they downplay it is because we're spending money on all sorts of things that we shouldn't be, but we're not hardening our own grid. And they'll downplay it because they'll make it sound like, oh, there's no rogue threat from any foreign you know, country. There's no, there's no threat from a terrorist organization. You know, They downplay a lot of that and will tell you it's not a big deal. Why? Because they don't want to spend the money to harden it. They'd rather spend it on their other social programs. 
Or, as in the case of talking to OpenTheBooks.com, Adam Shemolinsky yesterday, or sorry, Angiowski yesterday on Rush to Reason. Last night we were talking to him. We'd rather spend $3.3 billion on office furniture during the pandemic. We won't spend that money building the wall to protect our southern border. We won't spend that money to harden our grid, but we'll spend $3.3 billion buying office furniture, remodeling offices, and so on. During the pandemic, by the way, when most, most people were home. So, again... That tells you right there. I mean, just one example of many that OpenTheBooks.com has, but that's just one example to prove to you that government doesn't care about helping and protecting you. Because if they did, they would be doing the things that we talk about here on a weekly basis, and they're not. Our grid isn't hardened. It is extremely vulnerable, like a lot of the other infrastructure systems we have from power to water to you name it. We are not working on those things like we should. The, the whole Build Back Better bill and the infrastructure bill and so on, have you seen anything that's gone into any infrastructure projects around you locally? The answer is no, of course you haven't. Because that was the smallest portion of the quote-unquote infrastructure bill, and you're not going to see anything done near you, by the way. Newsflash. You all know that anyways. Uh, Alan Stacks. Of course, one of our great sponsors. He's going to be with me tomorrow on, on uh, Fix-It Radio and a little bit of Drive Radio, by the way, as well. And if you need anything when it comes to eye care, even an exam, start with an exam, of course. You need that done annually. But then on top of that, if you need anything when it comes to eyewear, and especially eyewear that is specific to a job you may do, even working around the house, Stack Optical can help you with all of those items. And I mean that. He's got the best optometrist and optical center in all of the whole Denver metro area. Call Alan today, 303-321-1578. Are you looking for a health care provider who truly cares about you and your well-being? Look no further than Castle Rock Cryo, IV and integrative health care, where Dr. Scott Faulkner is ready to provide you with top-notch care. Colorado raised since 1968, Dr. Scott is a board-certified internal medicine specialist, bringing decades of experience and expertise to the table. At Castle Rock Cryo, IV, and Integrative Healthcare, you'll experience a competent, friendly, and efficient staff that puts your comfort and care first. Dr. Scott is a true advocate of the latest advancements in healthcare. That's why he only uses umbilical-derived stem cells, which have been clinically proven to be the most potent stem cells available. Tired of waiting weeks for an appointment? Unlike other practices, Dr. Scott has the remarkable ability to see you in a matter of days. Don't wait any longer. Call Castle Rock Cryo IV and Integrative Healthcare at 303-663-6990 to schedule your appointment with Dr. Scott Faulkner today. In such an uneasy and unpredictable time that we live in, growing your own food is becoming a necessity. Colorado Greenhouse Builders is a local family-owned and operated business that specializes in custom cedar greenhouses. 
Owners Jason and Annette have over 35 years of construction management experience and have built multi-million dollar greenhouse structures all over the country. Colorado Greenhouse Builders is one of the few companies that specializes in geothermal heating. Geothermal heating utilizes the sun's light and heat to create an amazing year-round growing opportunity. Their geothermal heating has proven to be a gardener's dream, even in our cold Colorado winters. They can provide a custom consultation that includes an evaluation of your site and then provide recommendations and a custom plan for all your growing needs. Call Colorado Greenhouse Builders at 720-539-9806 or find them at ready-radio.com. That's ready-radio.com. With hail season behind us now and snow season fast approaching, we here at Roof Savers Colorado want to help ensure that your roof can brave whatever elements this season ushers in. With over 20 plus years of roofing experience, we pride ourselves in helping homeowners evaluate the best option for their situation. If you're looking to get more life out of your current roof, we offer a 100% plant-based rejuvenation treatment that gives new roof performance without all the new roof costs. However, in the event a replacement is necessary, we will also work with any insurance company to get a damaged roof the replacement it needs. Do not let your home fall victim to the ever-changing Colorado climate. Be proactive and set up your free inspection to receive an honest evaluation of the condition of your roof. Call today at 303-710-6916. That's 303-710-6916. Or go to RoofSaversCO.com to keep your roof ready for wherever Colorado throws its way. Do you know that your windshield is getting more expensive to replace? Most vehicles have options that help keep the vehicles from avoiding accidents or even keep it in the traffic lane. These windshields require more than just a replacement of the glass. They also require a calibration of the computer system to make sure everything is operational to the specifications the manufacturer set when the vehicle was built. You can't trust the traveling glass replacement shop to do these necessary calibrations as they require special equipment and in most cases an indoor shop to perform the calibration. We have two Novus locations that can replace your windshield and also do these calibrations. Novus Fort Collins and Novus Sterling. Both are fully equipped with the latest technology to service your vehicle properly. Find either location by going to any of our websites, ready-radio.com, drive-radio.com, or fixitradio.com. Just click on the Novus link. That's Novus Autoglass. Are you tired of those unsightly sunken concrete areas around your property? Look no further than Raise Tech Concrete Leveling. Proudly serving the Colorado and surrounding communities, we understand the unique challenges posed by clay-rich soils. Does your garage or basement floor show signs of settling? Even those finished basements can experience issues, but don't worry. Our solution can save you both time and money compared to costly replacements. Introducing our revolutionary high-density polyurethane foam injection. We use a DOT-approved formula that's trusted on highways, ensuring top-tier quality for your project. While we can't fix structural issues, we can tackle a wide range of sunken concrete problems. And here's the best part. Our process is quick and hassle-free. Our expert team offers free inspections, taking just about 15 minutes of your time. One great thing is you don't even have to be home for the inspection. We want to ensure your complete satisfaction. Ready to take the first step toward a more even, safe, and beautiful property? Call Chadwick Gardner today at 970-682-5129. That's 970-682-5129. Race Tech Concrete Leveling. Lifting your concrete, lifting your spirits. Don't settle for sunken concrete any longer. Call us now at 970-682-5129. All right, we're back. Ready Radio, KLZ 560, and of course our 
Website, ready-radio.com. And Charlie brought up something we were talking during the break. You guys all can't hear this, but, you know, if an EMP were to go off, would we actually hear it? I've talked about this in the past a little bit, and here's the reality. I don't know. And I'm not sure anybody does. It's launched so high above our continent that I think you might know that it went off if you happen to be looking up at exactly that specific time. You might actually see something along those lines. But otherwise, I don't know that you would actually know that it was lit off. Now, like Charlie said, you know, even an explosion way above, like, you know, a shooting star or something along those lines, if you were looking up at exactly that time, could you see it go off? Now, remember, it's out in the upper atmosphere to where you're not going to have a mushroom cloud or anything along those lines that you would even see afterwards because there's nothing, you know, the mushroom clouds, you know, comes from it detonating, you know, right above the Earth's surface. And, of course, it disturbs the Earth, the dust, the dirt, everything in that nature that it actually then creates a mushroom cloud, you wouldn't have that in space because it doesn't exist. There's nothing there to be disturbed, I guess is the best way for me to say that. And I'm not an expert in this area as far as what space is like, but I think when you when there's the absence of air there, you're not going to have the disruption you'd have here. So, yes, you're not going to have a mushroom cloud or anything along those lines. And if there's anybody listening that's got more of an expert opinion on this than I, feel free to call in. You're more than welcome to call and talk and give us some insight because I don't have all of the insight into this. I'm just using common sense. 303-477-5600. You can also text us your question, which I should get the text line fired up here. 307-200-8222-307-200-8222. Because, again, I don't have the answers in... In all of this, I, I wish I did, but but I do not. Now, Charlie wants to know: Have we, as a government, you know, have we or are we going to do any kind of testing as a government? And you know, have we done this in the past? I don't believe so. Outside of the testing we did in the desert back during the Cold War, I don't believe we've done any future testing along those lines, other than some of the underwater testing, you know, where we went off way underneath the, the, you know, the ocean, which we've stopped doing as well because of the ramifications of. We've stopped lighting them off under the ground because of the ramifications of. And I don't know of any country lighting one off above the Earth's, you know, above the Earth and above the Earth's atmosphere, I'm guessing because we, I think they pretty much know what happens when you do so. And the ramifications would be huge. Now, on top of all of that, back in the 1800s, we had solar disturbances very much like an EMP, and there's a name for it. You can go look it up. And we had that. The the issue was we didn't have anything to really disturb and disrupt life-wise back in that time frame. We didn't have electricity. We didn't have all these electronic devices. We weren't dependent upon vehicles with loads and loads of electronics in them to keep the vehicle running. It was a different time, and it didn't affect things in the same way because we lived a different life. A completely different life, by the way. We didn't really have running water even at that point. 
I shouldn't say we didn't have. We didn't have. You have an outhouse, and you brought water in, and you pumped it out of a well into a bucket, and you brought it in the house, and it was a different way of life then. It was completely different than what it is today. You know, I, I think at times, sometimes we all forget that even the richest of the world back in the turn of the century, you know, the Henry Fords, the John D. Rockefellers, and so on, those were the two richest men in the world at that time, in a lot of ways lived a very primitive life. Medical care wasn't what it is today. Modern plumbing what is, wasn't what it is today. The comfort, air conditioning, heating, all of the things that we take for granted today, they did not have. And they were the richest people on planet Earth. And frankly, you probably live a more pampered lifestyle than they did. And they were worth back then, you know, millions and millions of dollars. And by the way, into today's world, they were worth, you know, billions of dollars in today's net worth. Huge. So bottom line, we live a very spoiled life. And it's why it would be such a huge disruption in today's world, to have an EMP go off and have it literally knock out our entire power grid and what we're all used to for survival. And not to get off on a tangent, but we live in a day and age, I was talking to one of my clients about this today, we live in a day and age where the average person can't fix a toilet, can't fix a light switch in the wall, you know, can't make the car run if it's not starting. I mean, I'm not not belittling anyone. It's just we've lived now in a different time frame for now several generations to where we don't even teach our young people some of those basic things. How do you solder a wire? I mean, Charlie, how many young folks do you think could get a soldering iron out and actually solder two wires together? Or, you know, I'm talking right now into a microphone that's had soldered ends put on it. How many people actually can do that in today's world? Not many, by the way. Things that I even take for granted where, yes, I could solder these ends on. But if I were to go out here, Charlie, onto Havana and start pulling people in the cars driving by, how many of you could solder this end on? Here's the tools. Here's the soldering iron. Here's the solder. Here's the end I need, you know, I need put on. This wire goes here. This wire goes there. How many could actually do it? I'm guessing, Charlie, 5% of people driving by could actually stop and do that. To me, that's a very simplistic thing to do, but not to everyone. So even though, even a lot of you listening, by the way, you, you are made more like me and you've got some basic skills and understand how to do some of these things, but you're in the abnormal end of things in today's world. And, and again, I'm not trying to be rude to all of those that don't know how to do it. And if you're listening and don't know how, don't feel bad. You're just, ne- you've never been taught how to do these things. You know, how many people can take two pieces of pipe like a plumber does and solder those together? Not many. Now, again, for me, these are very basic, simplistic things that I was taught how to do at a very young age. And to this day, can solder joints on a piece of pipe. I know how to thread regular pipe, cut it, re-thread it. I mean, these are just basic things that I was taught at a very young age that we don't teach anymore. And really, and Charlie understands this, Charlie, we stopped teaching this. I mean, I grew up in the 70s and early 80s, and we were, we were starting to stop teaching that at that point because I had friends that I grew up with 
whose dads weren't teaching them the same things I was learning. And again, this isn't a knock against anyone in particular. It's just the reality of where things are today. So when we talk about a huge EMP strike, something along the lines of what we were just talking about in that video that this gentleman was talking about, we would be, we would be thrown into total disarray. Because the average person in America, even folks that have means, would not have the slightest idea of what to do to stay alive if something like that were to happen. If the power went out for a year or more, they would not know what to do and how to survive. It's that, it's that, I'm sorry, but it's just, it's just that, I don't know, you know what, I don't have the right words to even use. It's just that big of a problem. We don't have the proper training to handle those things. Now, do other countries have that? Well, actually, yes, they do. Not all. Second and third world countries actually would survive better than first world countries because they understand some of the basic means of survival that we have not been taught or have forgotten in this country in the past 30 to 40 years. Maybe longer, maybe 50 years. It's been that long since we really taught some of the basic things. I mean, think about the amount of people that you know that, you know, even when they go camping, can they really start a fire? If they didn't have the Bic lighter or the match, do they really know how to start a fire? Can they take, for example, a magnifying glass and some steel wool and start a fire? Can they take two sticks and actually start a fire that way? I mean, do they know the basic skills to get by if need be, they might know how to camp, and they might know how to do it if they've got a great tent or if they've got a great RV, but do they know how to camp in a primitive matter and still stay alive? You're probably going to find most people, even in the camping world, say, no, I have no idea how to make those things happen. That's the problem that we've got in today's society. Jim, you're up, sir. Hey, uh, you know, John, um, I know you go on quite a bit about the CMP thing. But you know what? I'll bet my last bottom dollar, I'll bet everything I own, that that when things go down in the world, especially in this country, ain't going to be no EMP. This is going to be the farthest thing that's going to destroy this country. It's so what, what are your this. thoughts that it would be? Well, I think that we're going to destroy ourselves from within, and, and socially we're going to be destroyed. Well, yeah, and Jim, I, I can't argue that. Um the, my only concern with an EMP is when you start talking about other nefarious nations that get desperate, i.e. when China starts to go through the same things that we're going through now, as, you know, financially speaking, and they become more and more desperate. My concern with other countries isn't when they're doing well, it's when they're not doing well, because desperate countries do desperate things. Yeah, no, I understand That's that. That's my but issue. Say, but, at, but at the same time, you know... Um, Communism and Marxism has been working its way very well into this country. Oh, yes, Jim, for 70 years probably or more. For communism in this country. And I, and that's why I'm saying it's EMPs. I, I'll bet my last bottom of everything I own, there'll never be an EMP. This country's going to be destroyed from within. It's going to be, it's going to be, it's going to be Marxism and socialism going to create, create a revolution in this country. I, I don't talking about a revolution like the first revolution no, of this country understand. that took place, but but it, it, it's going to be a revolution, and they're, they're, they've already got they've already got their, their their feet in the door, 
okay, they're not knocking at it anymore. They actually got their feet in oh, the they door do. No, you're right. in, in this country. You're, no, I was, I was talking this past week, Jim. I don't know if you heard it or not, but, you know, the Chinese, uh, you know, Communist Party of China owns all sorts of upper-end schools around the New York area. Some of these schools, That's it's right. $40,000 a year to attend. They are literally, you know, brainwashing and ingraining their thought philosophy into our young people today. They've been doing it for a very, very long time. They're just getting more bold in how they do it now. That's all. No, absolutely. And and the thing is also, John, is, um, you know, and I know there's probably people on the radio who don't like to hear this, but but um, America, Americans seem to be, um, I don't know, I don't even want to say the word complacent about what's going on in this country. Oh, no, complacent they're, I think is the right word. I mean, maybe even worse than complacent, Jim. They just choose yeah, to ignore. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, I... You know, I get around and I talk to a lot of different people and walks of life and stuff, and it's amazing how many people just, um, they, they don't have time to be concerned about what's going on yeah. socially in this country, and, uh, and, the, and the ones that do know about it, um, they just they just shrug their shoulders at the whole thing. I, you know what, Jim? You are spot on on that one, and I think that's a big issue. The apathy, maybe that's the word we're trying to use here, the apathy that the average person has in this country is going to kill us. No, absolutely, and that's why that's why I say you know this country this country is going to be destroyed from within. I mean, all you have to do is look at previous empires, yep. whether it be the Roman, the the the, the, the English. I don't care what other empire, you, they've they've always been destroyed from within from from their societies. I can't argue that, Jim. I mean, you and you could very well be right. But the biggest concern that I have, though, when it comes to other entities, you know, other foreign players, is our continent, especially the, this continent that the United States sits on, and not, not all of North America, but North America in general has a lot of natural resources, but this continent that we occupy, the portion of it that we occupy is what I'm trying to say. We are so rich in natural resources. We have enough ability in this country to feed the entire world and that's where I don't think a, a nuke will ever be lit off on the ground here because nobody wants to destroy that. No other country wants to destroy that. But that's where my concern on an EMP comes in is because that would destroy us even faster from within than what you're talking about. Right. And, you know, and, you know, and nothing, nothing is, John, um, like I, I, I pay a little bit of attention to what's going on in Canada. And I'll tell you what, Canada has, has so uh, so completely embraced socialism. Oh, oh it's ridiculous, Jim. Canada, it yes, is, yes, it's totally frightening. Oh, it really is. Uh, and, and as you know too, that my fear there is, as as you know, you always know, it used to be what we did traveled north, but now it's turning around, and what's happening north is traveling south. That's right. And um, you know, the the other thing is is um, you know uh, another thing is is. Um, you know, we've discussed this a little bit. You know, the the thing is, is China, China and Russia. I think they, I got, I think they still got their their eyes pretty much on the Middle East. You know, and uh, uh, I know, I know, um, I know China, China's uh, well, along, I guess, really along with Russia, they're both deeply ingrained in the Middle East and stuff that's taking place in the Middle East. Sure. And and if you and if you. And if you uh, if you accept what the Bible talks about, I mean, um, that's that's where the center of everything is. Yeah, no, you're, you're right. Now, I will also say though that they. And this is where it gets really weird because nobody can ever 
prove that the U.S. is talked about in the end times in Scripture, and so even somebody telling you that it is, they're wrong because we're not mentioned. So you got to wonder, are we around at that point, not around at that point? I mean, that, that one is something that, frankly, Jim, I don't think anybody has the answers to. What I do know is China and Russia both need us. At this right. point in time, they need us. Well, my, my thoughts about that is, though, John, is, um, you know, um, and, I, and I, I agree with you exactly with, with what you were just saying about the United States being mentioned in, in the Bible and so forth. Uh, but the thing is, I think probably, I think the reason why we're not mentioned, this is my own person, is the exact reason what I'm talking about. This guy, this country's going to be. Yeah, we're just so not there. Yeah, and it could be that, that we're, we're just, you know, in the end times, we're so absorbed by some other country that at that point in time, it's all one, and it's why it's not set out and mentioned separately. And I, Jim, I, ha- you know what? I have no idea, and this is my problem with a lot of the quote unquote prophets in our modern day today. They don't know either. They'll claim to, no. but frankly, they don't either, Jim. Right. They're they're as clueless right. as you and me. Right. Yeah. So, anyways, I just no. That's good stuff. No, I, I, you know, it's, it's you know, this is thought-provoking things, and the biggest thing, and you know me, I just want people to be thinking outside the box, and no matter what, it could just be a, a wild snowstorm that we have that comes through. You know, just be prepared for whatever, and, and make sure that you and your family are ready to go, because I don't think times are going to get better. They're just going to, to your point, Jim, they're just going to continually get worse. Well, you know, John, and, and I, I know what you're saying with what you just said. But, you know, I, I've lived out here on the Eastern Plains. I mean, I've lived in Colorado my whole life, but right. I've lived out here on the Eastern Plains for almost nine years out here. And our first winter out here was so horrible. Uh, I mean, literally, it was so horrible. I mean, we literally went for three days with no electricity, wow. no heat. My wife and I helped us survive. And fortunately, we grew up. We grew up in families where our, our parents taught us how yep. to survive. Yeah, you're like me. Yeah, you're exactly. And I'm very thankful for that, Jim. And, and, but you know what? I've seen so many people that have moved out there, and a lot of them are people from these sunshine states, and it just amazes me. I mean, my wife and I now, when we have bad, bad blackouts out there and stuff, we're like almost like virtually the only ones out there still have, have electricity at our house and have running water and have all the conveniences of home wow. because we've prepared our, ourselves for all this stuff, and everybody else is all in the blackout here. Yep, yep. Well, again, a lot of that, and, I, and I've said this earlier, and I'm very appreciative of the way that I was raised. And, you know, my dad taught me a lot of things, you know, growing up so that I would have those skills that I have today. And frankly, Jim, there's not many of us around that do. No, that's exactly right. And, and But, you know, the thing is, a lot of people, I try, I try to wake people up to, to, to just to do the simple things of survival, trying to, trying to stock, your, stock your pantries up. Yep. And stuff with food and stock different yep. things up, and, and people shrug their shoulders. They they like said the store. They act like the stores will always be. I be know. Filled with food I know. Filled with stuff. And I I'm know. Like, I, it just blows me away. Man. I agree. Jim, as always, good stuff. i got to take a break. Yeah. Mike, hang tight. I'll get to you as soon as I come back. Ready Radio. Don't forget the website, ready-radio.com. With hail season behind us now and snow season fast approaching, we here at Roof Savers Colorado want to help ensure that your roof can brave whatever elements this season ushers in. With over 20 plus years of roofing experience, we pride ourselves in helping homeowners evaluate the best option for their situation. If you're looking to get more life out of your current roof, we offer a 100% plant-based rejuvenation treatment that gives new roof performance without all the new roof costs. However, in the event a replacement is necessary, 
We will also work with any insurance company to get a damaged roof the replacement it needs. Do not let your home fall victim to the ever-changing Colorado climate. Be proactive and set up your free inspection to receive an honest evaluation of the condition of your roof. Call today at 303-710-6916. That's 303-710-6916. Or go to RoofSaversCO.com to keep your roof ready for wherever Colorado throws its way. Do you know that your windshield is getting more expensive to replace? Most vehicles have options that help keep the vehicles from avoiding accidents or even keep it in the traffic lane. These windshields require more than just a replacement of the glass. They also require a calibration of the computer system to make sure everything is operational to the specifications the manufacturer set when the vehicle was built. You can't trust the traveling glass replacement shop to do these necessary calibrations as they require special equipment and in most cases an indoor shop to perform the calibration. We have two Novus locations that can replace your windshield and also do these calibrations. Novus Fort Collins and Novus Sterling. Both are fully equipped with the latest technology to service your vehicle properly. Find either location by going to any of our websites, ready-radio.com, drive-radio.com, or fixitradio.com. Just click on the Novus link. That's Novus Autoglass. Have you been thinking about a new pair of glasses? Maybe some prescription sunglasses. Will look no further than Stack Optical. Since 1968, yes, you heard me right. Since 1968, Stack Optical has been providing the most comprehensive quality ocular care for their patients. This family-owned business is proud to be one of the few optical offices that has their own on-site eyeglass production and eyeglass repair studio. Stack Optical, located at 2233 South Monaco Parkway, features the most extensive lines of eyeglass frames, sunglasses, and contact lenses to ensure that you love your appearance and experience superior comfort. Our comprehensive eye exams proactively diagnose eye conditions and diseases while providing the most accurate vision care. We welcome you to experience a lifetime of superior ocular care from doctors that are devoted to your eye health. Call now for your $69 eye exam, 303-321-1578. At Stack Optical, you'll see the difference. In such an uneasy and unpredictable time that we live in, growing your own food is becoming a necessity. Colorado Greenhouse Builders is a local family-owned and operated business that specializes in custom cedar greenhouses. Owners Jason and Annette have over 35 years of construction management experience and have built multi-million dollar greenhouse structures all over the country. Colorado Greenhouse Builders is one of the few companies that specializes in geothermal heating. Geothermal heating utilizes the sun's light and heat to create an amazing year-round growing opportunity. Their geothermal heating has proven to be a gardener's dream even in our cold Colorado winters. They can provide a custom consultation that includes an evaluation of your site and then provide recommendations and a custom plan for all your growing needs. Call Colorado Greenhouse Builders at 720-539-9806 or find them at ready-radio.com. That's ready-radio.com. Are you looking for a health care provider who truly cares about you and your well-being? Look no further than Castle Rock Cryo, IV and Integrative Healthcare, where Dr. Scott Faulkner is ready to provide you with top-notch care. Colorado raised since 1968, Dr. Scott is a board-certified internal medicine specialist, bringing decades of experience and expertise to the table. 
At Castle Rock Cryo, IV, and Integrative Healthcare, you'll experience a competent, friendly, and efficient staff that puts your comfort and care first. Dr. Scott is a true advocate of the latest advancements in healthcare. That's why he only uses umbilical-derived stem cells, which have been clinically proven to be the most potent stem cells available. Tired of waiting weeks for an appointment? Unlike other practices, Dr. Scott has the remarkable ability to see you in a matter of days. Don't wait any longer. Call Castle Rock Cryo IV and Integrative Healthcare at 303-663-6990 to schedule your appointment with Dr. Scott Faulkner today. Are you tired of those unsightly sunken concrete areas around your property? Look no further than Raise Tech Concrete Leveling. Proudly serving the Colorado and surrounding communities, we understand the unique challenges posed by clay-rich soils. Does your garage or basement floor show signs of settling? Even those finished basements can experience issues, but don't worry. Our solution can save you both time and money compared to costly replacements. Introducing our revolutionary high-density polyurethane foam injection. We use a DOT-approved formula that's trusted on highways, ensuring top-tier quality for your project. While we can't fix structural issues, we can tackle a wide range of sunken concrete problems. And here's the best part. Our process is quick and hassle-free. Our expert team offers free inspections, taking just about 15 minutes of your time. One great thing is you don't even have to be home for the inspection. We want to ensure your complete satisfaction. Ready to take the first step toward a more even, safe, and beautiful property? Call Chadwick Gardner today at 970-682-5129. That's 970-682-5129. Race Tech Concrete Leveling. Lifting your concrete, lifting your spirits. Don't settle for sunken concrete any longer. Call us now at 970-682-5129. All right, we are back. Ready Radio, ready-radio.com is, of course, our website. Mike, you're next. Go ahead, sir. Yeah, I had uh, two quick things. Sure. Uh, that, that video you are playing, the guy is wrong. He said uh, EMP releases high-energy gamma rays. They're yeah. energy neutron particles. <clears throat> and second, I was wondering if you ever had anybody on to talk about HARP. I have not, no. That would be interesting. It would be, actually. Yeah, there's a lot of theories going around. And uh, some may be conspiratorial, some may not. You know, whether it involves, whether or not it involves weather modification. Right. um, That's a a whole whole subject right there. Um, Yeah, that, you know, you're you're right. Um, And honestly, no, I haven't, and I'm... I had not even, um, yeah, I really haven't thought about it, nor do I know who I'd pick, you know, who I would even, um, who I'd even go call, to be honest with you, Mike. I don't know, maybe just uh, look uh, on Amazon for for books on uh, weather modification or general search, maybe. Yeah, I'll have to do some, you know, and of course I've got, I've got, uh, you know, plenty of people that I can, you know, Talk to and yep. ask, you know, you know, publicists uh-huh. and so on. I, I'll have to do a little research on that. Good question. That, that's a really good question, yeah. by the way. Yeah, because I, I uh, rejected it and thought poo-poo, but then I don't know. I'm more I'm thinking about it. Uh, I mean, we know certainly that since World War II, uh, the U.S. Army has been experimenting with uh, seed cloud seeding, and we know. Yeah. Chinese, uh, we know it works. I mean, of you know, uh, the Chinese used it uh, uh, to uh, 
during their Olympics. Um, and uh, so it's being used, uh, cloud seeding, that is. Yeah. But uh, as to whether or not other things or funny things are going on with our weather, I'm beginning to wonder. Well, and there's they've definitely been doing. I mean, you you read about that. I mean, the the cloud seeding thing is very, how should I say, Mike? Pretty well known. I mean, I don't know if everybody knows about it, but they've been doing cloud seeding I mean, all the way back into what late fifties, early sixties, and yeah. it's been happening for quite some time now. How you know how effective has it been? You know, again, that one, I again, we have to get somebody on and, and talk about it because honestly, I I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. Yeah, yeah, it's just things been going through my mind for a long time, <laughs> and uh, I just uh, haven't heard any satisfactory answers. I um, have not either, to be honest with you. I really have not. Yeah, and, just, that, uh, no, that, and these are and these are great questions. I'll have to, I'll have to ask, to be honest with you. Great questions. Yeah, it's it's hard to. So a lot of times, it's just no matter how much you read, it's hard to separate myth from reality. Uh, I think that's the struggle that a lot of folks have, to be honest with you. And in people's defense, Mike, and this is where, you know, even the video we played at the beginning, which, by the way, if you didn't know anything about some of the things even that I mentioned, you mentioned, even Charlie mentioned as we were talking through the break, if you didn't know all of that information you know, listening to that, you would think that guy was dead, you know, dead on, you know, honest and, and so on. And I'm not saying he's not being honest, but he's honestly mistaken. Yeah, and uh, like you said, I mean, you, you probably heard more of the video than I did. You didn't even listen to all of it. Um, so, yeah, uh, I, uh, I always have to uh, come at things with a, a jaded eye. Um, unfortunately, in that, and, and, and again, this is where I wanted to play that. I'm glad you brought that up too, because I, I think all of us, and this is one of the things that I think I struggle with at times with other like-minded individuals, conservatives especially, is they'll, you know, I'll see something get passed around on social media and I'll go check it out. And I'm not, I'm not trying to, you know, to boast here or anything, Mike, but literally within sometimes 30 you know, 30 seconds to a minute, you can watch something and say, wait, wait a minute, this is the most bogus thing I've ever watched. There's just, you know, you know, just a few small things that are said that would tell you that this is just not legit. Now, I am fortunate, and I do a lot of studying to do the shows that I do on a, you know, daily basis, and so that does help us out here immensely. But again, at the end of the day, um, at the end of the day, You've got to do some, and in some cases, Mike, by the way, it's a simple, quick, you know, five-minute Google search. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or or, or less. I mean, sometimes you can can do a search in a matter of just moments. Yeah, I'll give you a a funny example. Uh, I was reading an editorial opinion piece uh, yesterday uh, talking about Biden. Uh, His dog is biting dog. And there's a TikTok. Somebody uh, recorded a video of Biden uh, kicking his dog, and the uh, the author didn't think that he was actually doing it. But uh, you look at it in slow motion. I saw another picture. He is kicking the dog. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, so, uh, Interesting. Yeah. And, and again, and by the way, those are the types of things where. 
I've you know I've seen other you know of course every campaign season this is something we're gonna have to worry about here in in the not too distant future as well as all sorts of things will get drummed up and dug up by both sides and mm-hmm. at the end of the day you really again you've really got to go through and analyze even some of those videos to see have they been stitched are these correct I mean Mike we live in a day where AI and Photoshop and all sorts of editing tools are out there to where you can almost make something look like it happened that frankly never did. And it's where our side, I think especially, has got to be extremely, extremely careful of what we buy into versus what we question. Yeah, um, I think I think it's probably was. I mean, you have to see the video of Biden getting uh, twisted around in the dog's leash, and uh, and he he turns around and. He wants it to get into the into the the beast, and so he gives it a boot with his foot. I mean that, yeah. But you're absolutely right. I mean, uh, the sky's the limit with uh, AI, and that's what's scary. Um, it yeah, to the point where, as we've talked about even during the weekly show, voices, tonalities. You know, pitch changes. I mean, Mike, all sorts of things now that can happen with AI that make things seem very, very, very believable at the end of the day. Well, I think uh, it was just—I think it was just last week. DeSantis, the DeSantis campaign came out against uh, some audio that was falsified using his voice. Oh, so I didn't. There, I there, hadn't there. seen that. I'll have to go check that out. I did not see that. Yeah, it's kind of might be a, kind of hard to find, but um, that's what I what I had heard. Uh, I just read the headline, but um, it was the seemed to be the gist of it. Um, but yeah, interesting times as they say we live in. It is for sure. All right, Mike. With right. that, I got to run. We're about right. ready to wrap things up. And for those of you listening, don't forget the website: ready-radio.com. Ready-radio.com, where we we put a lot of things up on the website. Producer Ann does a great job of doing so. And uh, anyways, whatever you guys need, please go there, check it out, listen to our past episodes as well. Again, Ready Radio. Thanks for listening. KLZ five sixty. and opinions expressed on KLZ 560 are those of the speaker, commentators, hosts, their guests, and callers. They are not necessarily the views and opinions of Crawford Broadcasting or KLZ Management, employees, associates, or advertisers. KLZ 560 is a Crawford Broadcasting God and Country station.